Welcome back to another episode of Red Tinted Glasses. Normality returns this weekend. Club football is back, Callum. Excited? Um, given who we're playing against, no. <laughs> that's, that's basically simple, simple form. Yeah, no. No, I'm not excited. <laughs> well, Normality is back. I'm a celebrity is back on TV. Aberdeen's version of Ant and Deck are here to let to describe the Aberdeen game for you. I'll let you decide which one's which. That's very true. Well, given my Geordie links, you know, that makes sense. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, try and bring a bit of comic feel to it. Exactly. But um, you've said you're not looking forward to Sunday's game against Rangers. Probably share your feeling, but instead of leaving this to the end of the show, we'll use this at the start of the show today. What's your one word to describe how you feel ahead of the weekend? Scared. I think it's self-explanatory, really. Uh, just worried about what's going to happen, given the first day, open day of the season, and they say they've just got better. So, yeah, scared. What about you? Um, well, yeah, scared was going to be mine, and I kind of thought you might take it. So um, I'm going to go terrified, because Ooh, normally, normally I, these are the sort of games you get up for, you're excited about, you can't wait for, but oh, I have just so much fear ahead of this weekend. And, you know, I was doing the research ahead of this episode and I just thought, I don't know how we're going to try and convey some positivity. I think we're going to uh, be struggling for that, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. I echo that. Yeah, well, we'll try our best. But based on the two words that we've chosen, I suppose we should look at why we're equally scared and terrified. Rangers home form this season. They're in phenomenal form, won every game at home this season and yet to concede at home. Also scoring two or more goals in every home game this season. Only Kilmarnock have actually managed to keep it nil-nil uh, up to half-time. So a bit of a challenge this weekend, Callum. Yeah, it is frightening form, isn't it? It's very worrying considering how bad again we were against them. Uh, in the opening day season. Obviously, we've got better since then, but they've just got even better, both defensively and going forward. It's just, yeah, I, I don't think it bodes well. Uh, I know we're going to get on to it later on, but especially missing Messrs McCrory, it's just going to be even worse. I'm worried. Very, very worried. Yeah, and Keith, I can hear you shouting at the podcast, what about Aberdeen's away record? We're coming to it, we're coming to it. We're, we are, don't worry. But it is a concern, given how good a form Rangers are in just now and you know the home record is there positives that we can you know try and take going into this game we can look at thinking where we could get maybe a victory from I mean yeah to be fair um, our away form has been better and I think we have well we definitely have come on leaps and bounds since then uh, since opening season opening season was just genuinely dreadful but we'd have looked like a different team since then obviously a different formation um, I think going forward, maybe there is a bit of hope there, but I am worried uh, with guys like Hedges and Wright. I think they can cause them problems. But yeah, when it comes to them coming back at us, that's where I'm very, very worried about. Yeah, that's where I'm worried as well. And one thing that you know I've noticed recently in our, in our trips to Ibrox, we've had you know, more success than previous in recent times. <clears throat> Certainly it was a long wait to end that hoodoo. But there's no crowd at Ibrox this year. I kind of feel that's helped them in, in a sense that the walking away brigade's not there when, you know, it's nil-nil after 70 minutes. 
And, you know, something that we've done in the past is probably frustrate the the team. And obviously that then goes into the stands. We can't, we can't, you know, build on that on Sunday. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on a potential game plan. Yeah, I think that's a good point about uh, the crowd. Because obviously when things are going sort of second Rangers way, the crowd are just amazing for them. And then it's just like an absolute wall playing up against them. But then when things split and you do say you go half an hour even without uh, without them getting in front, then the things do start to turn very quickly. Um, I think the plan might be to frustrate them. Obviously, without the crowd there, it might not be uh, so effective, but we're not going to go out gung-ho because there's no points. They will, they've been so good defensively and they will just hit us on the break and it probably will capitulate. So I think uh, sort of frustrate them, especially in the first half, and if we can get in level, then perhaps take it from there. Um, but you know it's, that it would be a big ask even at that yeah and I suppose you know just that point you make there about going gung-ho you, we often as fans say oh, I really wish you know we would come out and have a go at Rangers or Celtic at that matter especially down in Glasgow but do you think given given this game we will kind of be a bit more accepting maybe of sitting back against Rangers I think so, especially in the first half. I think, well, if you think if we stay in it and we're still in it the first half, then in the second half, we do have a chance to sort of build on that first half at halftime because we'll get them in. And we can then sort of try and build on that, say, well, we've kept them out. And then we do know we can uh, have a go at them in the second half. We saw against Celtic, we can have a go at them, especially mm-hmm. in the first game. So if they can sort of keep things tight at the back and that'll give us something to build off, then I definitely think that's positive. And that's a it's a big ask, but we have at times looked very good defensively. At times we have looked not so good defensively. So it just sort of depends what we'll get um what we'll get this weekend. Yeah, and I suppose one thing is as well going into this game. You know, we've had games so far this season where we've created chances but not taken them. And I suppose you know we've had the international break and we saw on Sunday in the Scotland game where we created chances and, and didn't take them. Is Going to a place like Ibrox, it's really crucial that when we get opportunities, we have to be taking them. Yeah, definitely. We have to be clinical. And so thankfully, Scott Wright's bagged one since then. So hopefully his confidence will be up a bit more. Because I would think it would be an absolute nightmare if he didn't. And then he missed another chance at Ibrox. Uh, The the people would not have been happy with that. Uh, Big Sam, hopefully, uh, he'll be a bit more sharp after the... Uh, international break, a couple more weeks training, so hopefully he'll be a bit more on the mark. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely the case. At Ibrox, at the best of times, you do need to take the chances that you get. So mm-hmm. let alone right now when they're on such good form, it has to it has to happen. There's, n- there's no excuses, no excuses whatsoever. Yeah, and I suppose as well, you speak about Scott Wright taking his chance. Sam Cosgrove, similar, like you said, obviously match fitness, but gone and got a goal against him as well, so that'll do his, his confidence the world of good as well. But I suppose we should look at the Aberdeen side of things and, and you know where our game plan will be and how we stop Rangers attacking us um, as well as they've been attacking everyone else at Ibrox. But you've touched on already, there's so much pain with Ross McCrory not being able to play in this game as part of his loan agreement. Something you actually mentioned last night to me, which I didn't even consider, was Dylan McGeeck's injury. He's kind of been the natural replacement for our midfield um, I don't know is Johnny Hayes going to be fit for this game as well 
I've not heard anything about it. I'm hopeful, because obviously they said it would be a few weeks, so hopefully given the international week, he might sneak back in, but I don't think McKenzie will be giving much away on that front in case. But yeah, the fact Dylan McGeoch's out, so we don't even have him. It's going to be, let's be honest, like Dean Campbell's still out as well. It's going to be Funso King Ojo, the Belgian Pirlo stepping in to <laughs> fill in the shoes uh, of Ross McGlory. Very big uh, boots to fill. And uh, given recent performances, I'm a bit sceptical whether he's got that in him. But hopefully he can prove me wrong. I'd be very happy. If ever we needed a Pirlo-esque performance from him, now is the time. But, you know, I saw on Niall McGinn's Instagram, um, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday, so it was Monday. He flew back to Aberdeen ahead of Northern Ireland's game on Wednesday. So either he's been left out of the squad or, fingers crossed, not picked up an injury. Mm-hmm. which would be a bit of a bitter blow as well. So our midfield's looking a bit short, but you've touched on Dean Campbell not yet being back to full fitness, but we're not really blessed with any other midfield cover, I feel, for um, Ross McCrory other than Ojo. I know, where's Craig Bryson when you need him? Let's, rush. Let's say that as if he wouldn't have been too injured far, by now. <laughs> he would have been injured by now anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it's a bit, it's, it's annoying, obviously, with Keogh injury, no really foresee that coming. We obviously knew we were going to be without McCrory uh, for the games against Rangers, but I think, uh, obviously, McKinnis' plan would be for McGeoch to slot in there. He slotted in a couple of times before. Mm-hmm. It would have been ideal, but... Uh, with that injury and then obviously Campbell's still out it's just yeah if imagine if like Ferguson gets injured uh, against Rangers could you imagine God well, forbid imagine, happens as, as I said we're recording this on Tuesday um, Connor McLennan and Lewis Ferguson still have to play for the Scotland under 21s tonight so um, fingers crossed they, they also do what the national team did and qualify for the Euros but um, also fingers crossed they come through injury free from that game that would be great yeah, definitely. If they go injured, no, I think there's be no point playing. I just cry. Could you imagine like, who? If, if Ferguson got injured, we'd literally be left with Ojo, and who would play the middle of the park alongside him? I've got no idea. Well, um, you never know. Ronald Hernandez might finally get a game if we have to shoehorn people into midfield. I'd still probably end up on the bench, just. Yeah, but it's it'll be a, an interesting one, and I suppose we've we've spoke on Hayes. Hopefully, is fit, but if not, it would. I assume Matty Kennedy's going to continue in the left wing-back role. Greg Lee, maybe. I suppose he's on his way back from international duty with Jamaica. But another, I suppose we should give him praise. It's good to see another Aberdeen player getting called up. Yeah, definitely. And also, I uh, saw he started yeah. against Saudi Arabia. Didn't go so well. They lost 3-0. Yeah. But some game time, get some minutes in the legs. That's the main thing from a selfish point of view. So hopefully that can help build his match fitness. And maybe he will come back in uh, against Rangers. You never, ever know, I suppose. But yeah, definitely good that he's got some minutes in. Also good to have another uh, international. So he'll probably only be better for that experience too. Mm-hmm. And I suppose if we do go Kennedy uh, left wing back, who would you say fills in the right wing back role? I'd like to see Hedges kind of pushed up. Do you think Connor McLennan could fill that role there? Yeah, I'd like to see Connor McLennan in there. Um, I definitely, I think he's looked pretty good defensively as well as on the break. Obviously, we know he's good going forward, but it wouldn't surprise me knowing Mr. McInnes, if Shea Logan came back in for that mm-hmm. um, since it's against Rangers. It wouldn't surprise me that happened at all. Yeah, and you make a good point about McLennan going forward. Scored a very good goal against Croatia under 21 level. A very good finish from him there. Um, You know, we're speaking about wing-backs just now, but given what we've touched on in relation to maybe being a bit more conservative Mm -hmm. on Sunday, do you think we might see a change in formation? Or do you think just, no, we've been playing well in the 
352. Just keep at it and hope for the best. I sort of hope we don't make a change, but at the same time, McInnes does like changing things up before a big game just just because. So it wouldn't surprise me mm. if we went back to sort of 4-2-3-1, especially considering uh, McCrory is out. So I don't know if that maybe uh, you maybe take that into consideration, especially if Hayes isn't back as well. He might go with a flat four, maybe Lee at left back, sort of since he's more of a natural full back rather than a wing back. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't do that, but it wouldn't shock me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. But whoever comes in to play in the wing back role or left and right side of defence, they're going to have a busy Sunday lunchtime keeping the likes of James Tavernier and Borna Barisic quiet. Uh, how crucial is it for us to keep both of them quiet with this you know, level of supply they've been providing the Ranger strikers this season? Definitely. Um, they, going forward, those two are genuinely frightening, Barisic and Tavernier. Um, uh, I don't know how we do it, but if we are to get anything from the game, we have to keep them as quiet as mice, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they've just been bombing forward on the left-hand side and then the support that gives them going forward, as well as obviously still good defensively too. Uh, We basically need them to have absolute stinkers, whether that's through us uh, actually limiting them or just hatching them on an off day. um, I'm not too sure, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's a tough ask, but as you know, we've touched on Rangers' imperious home form. We've been just as imperious away from home as well. Four games on the road, three victories but no goals conceded. Um, probably feel a bit disappointed not to have the four victories out of four and away from home. Obviously, the Dundee United game was countless chances and, and none taken. So, you know, looking back on on a game like Dundee United when we did create so much and it just shows, you know, not taking, we need to make sure we don't have a repeat of that Tanadice performance in, in front of goal. Yeah, definitely. I think they can take confidence from the, our away form this season. Um but you're definitely right in the in the Tannadice uh, reference there. If we do, if we are to get anything from the, uh, the game, we need to be so much more clinical in the final third. And make, not if sometimes at times the final ball wasn't even there. Like we were just like wasn't even getting that, and it wasn't even a case of missing chances. We need to be on our game 100%. Mm-hmm. Final ball needs to make sure none of this dilly dallying nonsense. It needs to be clinical. So, and cutthroat, that's what I'm going to go with, cutthroat. Cutthroat, um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, fingers crossed that can happen. Hopefully, over the international break, they have plenty of time to prepare. Not too many players away international break. Obviously, Mr. Considine. But uh, hopefully, they'll be ready and ready to go. And again, definitely, I think, probably with more fitness in Cosgrove's legs will help that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, we've gone down to Ibrox before in, and feared the worst and come away happy a few times last season I think you know been encouraged and we pulled rabbits out of the hat before down there the Scotch Cup replays was one I was kind of a bit fearful for and obviously you know convincingly won won that game as well so you know it's not been as bad as before when we went was it 26 years before we finally won down there so there there is there is reasons to be positive but at the same time there's plenty to be fearful of and and I think rightly so. Just hopefully, though, that you know we can put in a, a respectable level of performance. Um, I don't want us to just. I know we've said you know we'd kind of be happy to see us in. I don't want it just to be kind of with no disrespect to Livingston. Kind of what they do, just go here we are. We're here for a point, and that's all we're here for. Mm. And and play like that for ninety minutes. I would like to see us show some attacking intent. Yeah, definitely. I think. 
if we sit in and frustrate them, but we definitely still need to have that counter-attacking threat, which is why I think maybe someone like Conor McLaren on the right-hand side rather than Shea Logan would be better. He's got the pace to get up and down that right-hand side mm-hmm. all day long, and obviously he's, pretty, he's good, good going forward as well as defending. Uh, so that's what I think would hopefully uh, be better. So if we can sit in and frustrate them, but hit them on the break, that's sort of ideal. And we do have pace again and guys like Hedges and uh, Wright as well. So <clears throat> fingers crossed and hopefully Big Sam will be there to finish things off too. Yeah, well, there we go. That's a, a relatively positive spin we can put oh. on it pre-match. We just got to hope that everyone gets through this week and from their international games and also training. We don't want any more slips like Johnny Hayes did pre-match in the semi-final. We, we, we can't do with any more big players getting injured. No, I don't think. Uh, th- I thought things were well, like, oh, squad's nice and big, it's all good. And as soon as a few injuries hit, I'm just panicking all over again. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully we can come through the rest of the international break unscathed. And uh, yeah, if we can come through the warm up unscathed as well, that would be ideal. <laughs> but in in terms of Sunday's game, obviously we're we're sitting just behind Celtic in the table. Rangers have obviously well documented in the Scottish press so far their lead in the, in the Premiership. How important is Sunday's game for both both teams in terms of aspirations for this season? Definitely. I think it's huge for us, obviously, considering we had such a terrible performance against them uh, in the first opening game of the season. It'd be huge to come out and show like what we're actually about. But equally, equally on their side, if they can just brush us off once again and after the first game they did that so easily, then... I think that'll definitely show that they mean business. They're not to be messed with. So hopefully that's not the case, and hopefully we can come firing back. I think maybe we'll we will be able to take some motivation in saying, "Look how bad you were." That like the criticism you got for that. Don't let that happen again. And hopefully we won't. That's a very inspiring column. I hope I hope McInnes is listening and just plays that before the team leaves the changing room on Sunday. Exactly. I can get them up it. tones ringing in their ears. <laughs> Definitely, I can get them up for it, I feel like. Just let me in the changing room. Uh, I don't think that would go well. <laughs> no. Well, certainly if it was like half-time and we're 3-0 down or something like that, then it wouldn't go well. Well, yeah, because in the last time we were 3-0 down at Ibox, I just uh, left. But to be fair, some of them were leaving as well. I was very confused by that. Uh, they were up 2-0 or 3-0, and they were leaving as well, just going, oh, we've got one the game. I was like, all oh, right, okay, fair enough. But yeah, uh, just abandon it. I probably, would, probably wouldn't bother if we were losing half there, 3-0 at half-time, probably just get back up the road. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose we just desperately don't want a repeat of that 5-0 performance. It's, that was a very bad day at the office. Um, so it's a busy period coming up for the club as well. Um, the start of which is now actually, we touched on in the last pod, the last Aberdeen podcast, it was going to be three away games in a row. But with the League Cup draw away to St Mirren, that's now going to be four away games in a row. Uh, obviously, we've touched on injuries. Um, we don't want to be picking up any more. And obviously, kind of the importance of this game for us. But it'd be good to try and kind of keep some form of momentum going after after the Hibs game, wouldn't it? Yeah, I definitely think it's good to get that win under the belt going uh, into the international break, get confidence up there rather than sort of if you lose before the international break, especially a big game against Hibs, the, the sort of the mood in the camp will just be absolutely awful. Um, busy period for the club and busy period for us with the podcast. <laughs> but um, I mentioned four away games. Thankfully, our away form is good. Here's hoping they can build some momentum, um, especially in the games after this. Uh, I'm not too confident about building momentum with this, but if we can build things uh, after after this big game against Rangers, um, 
then, you know, we could be in good stead for the rest of the season. Good stead for that third place, which, you know, me and you both love so much. Yeah. yeah our third you. place trophy cabinet will be filling up if we can get a good result. Exactly. Yeah. I think this would be the trophy that they'd give away for that. For anyone watching on the YouTube, uh, on the YouTube version, there we go. That's the third place trophy. We'll take that. Um, but, I don't know, what Lee said, it's going to be a busy period for us and, if depending how Sunday goes, next week's review and preview of the Hamilton game could be an interesting episode, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, God, I, I'm not looking forward to that if that happens. We will just be so miserable. Might make for good I'm glad. I'm glad we've said that we're not going to record it straight after the game on Sunday. We're going to give ourselves a night off and, and record Monday um, for probably release later on the Monday evening. Um, so we'll, we'll keep our hopes up. Yeah, fingers crossed. I don't think that would make for pretty viewing. Um, but especially watch, us watching it, us back. But um, other people might enjoy some meltdowns, I suppose. I might cheer them up. Yeah, not like we've had any meltdowns on this podcast before. <laughs> no, nah, never. No, I don't know what you're talking about. No, and um, I suppose before we go, we should end on a slightly happier note. Well, for you anyway. Um, for those of you that have been listening to our content or watching, um, you'll know we did our own draft project. Since Seoul kindly put themselves into the headlines last week, we jumped on the back of that, unintentionally at the time, Mm -hmm. um, with our own McInnes draft project, where we picked our strongest, well, in our eyes, strongest and best 11 of players played under McInnes. And for those of you that have not tuned into that episode, you can listen back on Spotify or previous uh, or any podcast platforms and obviously on youtube you can find that on our youtube channel if you've not subscribed why not do so now whilst you're watching very good plug and hit follow on spotify or your podcast platform to stay in touch with all the latest episodes so callum you haven't seen what the results were going like would you like to see i know we were going to run this to wednesday but I mean, I could be like Trump and claim that the election was rigged so far. Stop the count. <laughs> I should have stopped it probably after the first three votes, but I don't even think I was leading after that. I think yeah. So at lunchtime on Monday, there is a resounding 70% vote in favour of Callum's 11. Thank you very much. Thank you all for voting. I'd like to uh, thank my family, my friends, for this is all possible. And we'll take back the third place trophy in the Carabao Cup for my uh, YouTube series. Um, yes, subscribe to that as well. Here we go. This is the Draft Project trophy as well. Definitely not fail Ferraris. Um, and but you do need to let us know. Uh, comment down below. Tweet us whatever. Let us know if you want to see the worst eleven series. That is definitely a possibility. That's a chance for Glenn to claim back his uh, claim back the throne, maybe. Yeah, and if we've not depressed you enough with this episode, then it's certainly a chance to depress you with all the horrors that have pulled on the red jersey of Aberdeen in recent times. Yeah, definitely be funny though. Live back those memories. Why not? If you can't, if you can't laugh about it, then it wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If you can't laugh, you'll probably cry, and it's probably not far off. No. Well, we'll try and be hopeful ahead of Sunday. You know, we've said we're scared and terrified, but hey, come kick off. You never know. And we'll be back on Monday night with a full review of the game and a look ahead to the midweek game against Hamilton. But for now, thanks for watching. Thank you.